Pleasure fans, hey, how's it going, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans? I uh, hope today before the show you get stocked up with some Doritos, some Goldfish, some Honey Nut Cheerios, some Hagen dazs man, you gotta get the chocolate, and some Funyuns. Yeah, because today we're covering Half-Baked, man! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Yeah, man, we're yeah. doing the slow motion. All right. Yeah. What if we just did the rest of the podcast like Jim Brewer, man? Everyone <laughs> would turn it off, exactly. man. Eventually, we all we we just transfer into Keanu. Yeah. Eventually, it just becomes Keanu from like Bill and Ted's or well, something. There, yeah. There's definitely a reason this movie wasn't entirely Jim Brewer. Yeah. Because if exactly. we did this podcast entirely as Jim Brewer, no oh, one yeah. would ever no one would listen to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, GMP fans, not I am your ages. host. Yes, not of not all ages. Of all ages. Oh, Seventeen and up. Yep. This is going to be an R-rated program. I'm Please. your host, Ben Begley. And with me as always is Jesse McIntyre. Here I am. Yeah. yeah. You can follow me at the Ben Begley. Who really cares? I've been teetering at 2,000, by the way. Mm-hmm. It keeps hitting 2,000 followers, and then it drops to 1995, Damn. and then hits again, and then I'll post something political, and I drop again. First world problems. I can't even speak. I pay for 2,000 followers, and I they haven't shown up yet. So. <laughs> Where can they find you, uh, Jesse? You can find me at Too Much Jesse, Twitter and Instagram. At Guilty Movie Guys is our handle here at Guilty Movie Pleasures. Today, in honor of Half Baked and in honor of Dave Chappelle's return to stand up, uh, his Netflix specials he <laughs> has. We're doing it in honor of Half Baked. In honor of, in, oh, I'm sorry, in honor of 420. <laughs> sorry, I'm on very little sleep right now. In honor of 420. Which is not a holiday I celebrate, but I respect but it people needs, who do. It needs to be honored. It needs to be honored. We decided also to shift gears from ridiculous action films, uh, which, by the way, I did see The Fate of the Furious and on Friday. Uh, I will give a little quick thing. Um, I feel like it was a little too much of the Dom show and not enough about... It was a little too Dominic Toretto and not enough of the team. The team doesn't really get to do as much in this. And the whole reason I go to a Fast and Furious movie is to see them be thrown into the most absurd scenarios and then the team have to figure it out. Now, I don't want to say too much more because I don't want some hater on YouTube to be like, (laughs) that idiot spoiled it for me in the first three minutes. So I'm not going to say anything else except, yeah, I wish it was more of a team effort uh, throughout. But I did enjoy it. It's fun. And The Rock and Jason Statham steal the show. They're hilarious. So, so you're more of a basketball fan than a tennis fan. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah that's All what right. I'm saying. There but I go. would, hey, please, hey, go see, since we talked about Furious 7 last week, please tweet at me what you thought of The Fate of the Furious if you saw it. Uh, did you love it? Was it your favorite? Where does it rank in the new uh, quadrilogy of films that are going to be a sex trilogy? What yep. do you call it? That's what you would call it, a sex trilogy. A sex trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you call it. And sex tuplet trilogy. And in the meantime, if you are tweeting at Ben, if you have five friends, get Just them to follow Ben. Yeah, there we go. There you go. So we That can won't hit, drop me. Hit that 2000 and stay there. So Half-Baked. I saw this movie... God, when did this come out? 95, I want to say? I don't remember now. But it, it came out in 95, but it's sort of always been out. So you know what I mean? I had never seen... Um, I was a real straight-edge kid. Uh, I had never drank till I was 20, and I never smoked pot. And I barely smoked pot in my life. It was always very, like... If I did anything, it was, like, at a party, and it was like, Hey, you want to try this? Maybe. And then I always just got... <laughs> first First off, let's out the gates. Let's dispel the, the, uh, the fact that... This movie makes weed smoking seem magical. And in the beginning, when they're like eating giant candy bars and coming out of giant slushies and and floating off into space in the yeah. bar, if there's something I'm missing, the only thing that ever happens to me is 
I become an, a complete introvert. I just sit back and watch everybody and borderline fall asleep with my eyes open and eat everything. Yeah. I, now, that's true. When they're like Jim Brewer's epic rant, which we'll get to, of ordering the food and what I tried to mimic in the opening, <laughs> like that's the only thing I do is eat a lot and not talk and just watch everything and maybe get into giggle fits or coughing fits. Sure. But I feel like movies portray weed like it's acid. It's, it's kind of weird, right? Because like... They, it's like we were talking. Like, it's like The Hangover portrays Vegas as something way cooler than yeah, it really is. Yeah, I mean they do this with things that, I, like, because they don't really um, portray drinking this way, right? Mm. There's no, there's no movie that's like, and the guy who drinks all the time is having a fucking blast. <laughs> like, no leaving one... Las Vegas is a hilarious comedy, <laughs> right? The guy um, who drinks all. <laughs> but so it's just like a weird dichotomy, of like. Like there are people like this, and um, I I don't know that they're. I'm sure that they are enjoying themselves, but it's not as the life that they're living is not as romanticized oh, yeah. as it's stoner comedies like portrayed here, Pineapple Express, and things like that. They're always like I'm like I actually I actually I have pothead friends that are just functioning. They're just normal, right? And they're just right. like it just takes the edge off, and it's like cool, all right, right. I have first off, let me just preface this before everybody thinks I'm like anti weed. I'm not at all. I think it's fine. I'm actually. More pro weed than alcohol because, and I do alcohol, I drink alcohol, but like, I think that you've never seen an angry weed smoker. You've never seen like an angry weed smoker at a bar be like, fuck you, man. You bumped into me and you spilled my weed. Well, that's because there are no weed bars. Yeah, there are no weed that's, bars. Yeah. Yeah. I think there should be weed bars. <laughs> this country's so fucking stupid when it comes to weed. How many people are in jail for possession of marijuana? It's like marijuana's nothing. So this is a little bit... It's I, dumb. I know like we're not really getting marijuana's into the Marijuana's not plot. dumb, but the laws against marijuana sure. are dumb. Sure. Um, I, I know we're not like super getting into this quite yet, yes. but... Um, this is part of the like th- the construct of the movie where I was like they they could have been really lazy about it and this was one of the moments where they were not because just having weed can get you plenty of jail time yeah. and so that could it could have just been uh, Harlan Williams walking through the streets smoking a joint nope absolutely and they didn't do <laughs> they that. escalate it quite we'll get to yeah, that yeah but it was that was just like yeah. the. This movie in a lot of places was lazy, and like oh, you yeah. can get on this movie for that, but like the 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 inciting incident of the film it's was hilarious. was not lazy in the least. This movie I remember cracked me up so much, and definitely set because I'd never smoked weed, and because I didn't probably for like another ten years after seeing this movie, mm-hmm. but I'd seen this movie probably ten times. It definitely set it up so that the first time I was like, well, I don't know how this is gonna be, man, and then like I said, I was just kind of like. And then a whole yeah. bag of Doritos. Well, goes I away. sort of feel like, and they go through like a bunch of different types of weed smokers through, like when they're selling oh, that's weed. So funny. and it's so great. But like, and all the cameos in this movie are incredible. They're tremendous. Willie Nelson was my favorite. Uh, it should have been there. Oh, Snoop. I Snoop. mean, Snoop and Bob Saget are my favorites. <laughs> Bob Saget. Because so I remember that was the first time I saw Danny Tanner do it. In fact, we're just gonna play that clip right now. Because this is Danny Tanner's first appearance for me yeah. since Full House, and yeah. this is what he says. Can we play clip number ten? Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. That that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? <laughs> Can we play that again? Because I love that guy. Goes. I seen them. I em. seen them. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. <laughs> I seen them. 
Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Ah. Danny Tanner, right there. <laughs> Danny Tanner. That that's actually what the character he's billed as. It's not uh, yeah, yeah. angry guy in, it's Danny Tanner. in AA meeting. It's Twenty Danny years later. Tanner. Yeah. So that's like, and I think that this movie does a really good job of calling out kind of how it, the pros and cons of weed smoking. Like there is a pro, but also uh, the flip side of it at the end, where he chooses the girl over, kind of like train spotting, choose life. Or he chooses the girl over weed, over the real Mary Jane, over the, you know, smoking Mary Jane. Right. And so it has some cool stuff in there in in a very silly movie. But, like, it also kind of, in that rehab scene where they make fun of the fact that you're not addicted, you know, weed is not a gateway drug. It's stupid. That's some kind of, like, propaganda from the 50s, you know. What was that? What was that uh, propaganda film? Uh, The Reefer Madness. The really famous one from the 50s. Anyways, let's get into the plot. First off. When I saw it, I thought it was hilarious and completely ridiculous. What did you, what was your impression? Uh, of it? I'm, I remember seeing it um, and thinking that it was hilarious. And the literally the only thing I remembered about it was Harlan Williams killing the horse. Really? That was yeah. I, I remembered almost every sound clip I pulled because my friends and I would always be like, "I love butter stuff. I love butter, butter, butternut." Sure. And like I remember a lot. Of, like I remember the "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you." Like because people say that to all say the that. time. I always wanted to say that when I quit a job. Yeah, but I don't like. Damn. I visually couldn't picture what was happening in that scene like i knew it but i didn't remember it um and so the only visual image that i remembered was harlan williams killing the killing the horse and how did it live up to your Um, uh, visual half memory of it it's interesting now that we have context of dave Chappelle's life yeah um because like at the time i don't think i really knew dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. um this was probably this was before she was way way before way yeah way um so i didn't i didn't really know who he was um and now now i'm so familiar with him um, that it, it just changes it changes it a little bit because um, I think you're also spoiled with how unbelievably hilarious the Chappelle show is. He, this this feels like a this, warm up. To this it. was not that. Yeah, no. this was clearly like someone trying to figure out what his mm-hmm. voice was. But there's still some great moments in this movie. He's I, I mean, obviously an extremely talented yeah, person. I feel like this movie, for me, as disjointed and bizarre as it is, still for nostalgic reasons, aged really well for me, where I still found myself laughing really hard at a lot of it uh, and being surprised that I laughed at jokes that I knew were coming from I a mean, mile away. There, there are so many, I've seen it so much. There are a lot of things that are really funny that I didn't even pull and stuff where, like, I can tell, like, oh, here he is. Like, mm-hmm. I see oh, yeah. I see future Chappelle. Like, I want to talk to Samson. Remember, right, yeah, yeah. Remember, in co- here's, the first, here's the thing, though. In college, I remember Dave Ch- the Chappelle show was every white dude's favorite thing to quote uh-huh. in college where like every white nerdy friend of mine would come in quoting the latest Chappelle show and I remember just being like this is kind of weird <laughs> like you seem like that guy right now a little like, bit like game blouses and it's like oh Jesus yeah it's I mean like, but that's that's was, he was the magic of yeah, Chappelle is that it was, like I remember though it was like the, Dave Chappelle was the comedian version of what Dave Matthews was for the dude with the, the acoustic guitar on the college green <laughs> where every acoustic guitar on the college green was like bang down turn on Dave Matthews and every single person that quoted anything comedy it was either Napoleon Dynamite yes. or Dave Chappelle yes and the over quoting of those almost ruined it but didn't because the show was that good well but and the difference being that Dave Chappelle's show continued to yeah. create content yeah um, but I was Napoleon just Dynamite say, was ruined by over quoting yeah, oh for sure <laughs> ruined um, if I have to hear fucking some chapstick my lips are real chapped I love that movie, and it was ruined. Anyways, um, but yeah, so just, just the the example that I was going to give real quick, and then we can get into the plot here. Um, was was <laughs> the plot? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> the two things that happened in the movie. 
yeah. um, we in the very very beginning uh-huh. when he's like describing uh like he's setting the scene and he's like it was me and my buddies and he like names his buddies and then i forget the name of the guy he's like an old man joe and he's like oh he I don't even, even know a guy named Old Man Joe. I don't know why I said that. And the guy disappears. Like, that kind of shit is so funny. And yeah. it was, like, sort of sprinkled throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but that was, like, obviously the foundation for, like, where his shows oh, totally. his show went from there. Shall we do the plot in under three minutes now? Yeah. Are we ready in the booth? Yep. All right, let's do it. Let's do this. In three... Two, one. So we start off their childhood friends. We establish uh, Thurgood, Brian, Kenny, and Scarface, and Old Man Joe or whatever, and he disappears. Old Man Joe. They try Mary Jane for the first time at 13. They get super high. They go to the convenience store. It's magical. Now we cut to them. They're pretty much just these arrested development adults yeah, they're doing who the haven't same done much more. They get high from Billy Bong Thornton. Harlan Williams goes out. Kenny goes out to, uh, to get goodies, and he feeds the horse everything, and the horse dies, and he's now a cop killer and, we, and thrown in prison. Well, we find out that the horse is a cop horse. Yeah, um, and so horse. he's yeah a member of the and, and he's uh, diabetic MIPD. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh, gets thrown in jail and then the guys have slept through the night and yeah. the guy dude on the couch tells them throws he him call, yeah he throws him Stephen a note. Wright right hey. I think yeah, I think it was Stephen Wright on the couch anyways we'll move on know. we'll figure it out yeah so he throws him a note uh-huh. and uh, they're like oh shit he's in jail so they go to jail and they realize that the bail is a hundred thousand dollars they're yeah. like how are we going to come up with a hundred thousand dollars by Harlan Williams demands by six thirty yeah they're like no we got we need more time so the, they had uh, Dave Chappelle works as a janitor janitor and scientist yep. they call each other janitor and scientist yeah. he goes here fill out go get this for me and he sends the janitor to go get a pound of marijuana for mm-hmm. this and then he in, very conspicuously <laughs> hands him a hands giant him a handful, handful of it it's like here just take it take a little bit and he's like oh okay and then he goes and they smoke it and it's amazing and they're like oh man we can just write out these prescription cards for ourselves and sell it and so they start a mr nice guy weed selling uh thing yep. and they and so start they hand out free samples really? to everyone <laughs> and everybody starts floating because it's yep. the most magical um, weed on the oh, planet and so dave Chappelle and the crew go to the jail and on the, to get a ride home from the jail he meets this woman yep. mary yep. jane mary jane um who hates weed yeah her dad's in jail dad's... for profession which we never meet her dad <laughs> no. but he's a very integral part he's... to her life <laughs> and he's the worst human being alive um and so she hates weed um and so there's like a weird love story between the two of them yeah um and she demands and he lies her and says no i've never smoked weed i hate this stuff um but and so then he's selling he's selling he's selling and then they go out on a date where he has eight dollars and he ends up stealing money from a homeless man to pay for the ice cream yep and then she goes so you promise you've never smoked weed he goes i promise and then i got some booty i got some booty he gets laid Mm -hmm. and uh and then he feels like a kid again and then we've run into a problem where now uh oh they go to Sir Smoke a lot, sell him drugs. He makes, which is Dave Chappelle as well. Yep. He makes a song about them instead of Samson. Right. Samson, so Samson the big realizes... drug dealer, brings Cuban, brings um, Scarface over and says, "All right, here, come here. I want to buy some more." And then they get duped. They have to go back. So they're like, "Oh shit, we have to steal all the weed." So we can, yeah, here. we have to steal all the weed from the hospital. And so they go and they're stealing dead it. president spoof sort of. Yeah. Uh, and and then the cops are there and they take him to jail. And uh, Dave Chappelle's like, "I'm not going to give you Mr. Nice Guy. I'm going to give you Samson." So they wire the guys Super to go in and they're like you need him to tell you and they say uh, we you, gotta get high you before have to be it. explicit yeah um so the cops are in the car and they're already high because they get um, hot box yeah, yeah. Um, and so the guys go in Ten and seconds. They, they try and get him to, to say the words and he finally says and they're like alright get us out but the guy, the police officers are, are too Four. high and then uh, and then and then they go, they free, go. Kenny gets uh, free and then Mary Jane and, and Dave Chappelle gets a weed for Mary Jane Ooh. 
I just like seeing you at the end there the last five seconds go. It was like Max Headrum. Okay, so let's get into this. I should not have smoked that pipe Because there are a hundred sound clips we have, I feel like. So we talked about the childhood one. Can we play clip number one? This is him setting up his love for weed back in the day. Childhood. Why don't you light it up there, brother? It's a pseudo-2001 Space Odyssey. I don't remember graduating. And my first sexual experience, I don't remember that either. But man, I will never, ever forget the first time I smoked that sweet, sweet Chiba. Sweet, sweet Chiba. Chiba. My favorite part about that clip is the kid in the beginning and his accent. I don't know where he's supposed to be from, but... It's so good. It's got like a very pained accent. The so um, they get super high, and they they're grabbing giant Abba Zabba bars, which I had the sound clip, but it wouldn't transfer from my phone. Where he eats the thing and he goes, Abba Zabba, you my only friend. And I, me and my buddies used to say it all the time, like Abba Zabba, you my only friend. We love that quote for some reason. Is is Abba Zabba a real thing? Oh yeah, Abba oh, Zabba's never, a real thing. And I've it never is that Abba Zabba. it takes that much effort to bite it. It looks delicious. It's it's a uh, it's like um chewing uh like tar like yeah. street tar but that's vanilla flavor i can picture it yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds great like, just like or like rubber like can't just vanilla flavored like rubber a, hi, a, a rubber street tar hybrid yeah like a sole of a shoe that stepped in street tar <laughs> and it's vanilla flavored yeah right. yeah, yeah. Right, so right. they get super high they do things that nobody i've ever known on weed other than if it's been spiked with something else they they see and it's magical then we cut to them as adults, and they're all kind of meandering. Kenny is a kindergarten teacher, right? Which only pays off because when he when he's uh, labeled a cop killer, there's a newspaper article that says kindergarten cop killer. Yeah. So there's all these little almost spoof homage moments, and I noticed like that that music in the beginning. It's like a 2001 Space Odyssey. Then they have a faux Jeopardy thing. They have like a faux Mission Impossible theme. Yeah. So it's like they couldn't get the rights to any of these, so their composer just. <laughs> tweaks it just a little bit so it has almost spoof elements to it yeah but not but like not all the way not all there. the way it's like a little sprinkled in yeah sprinkled in just throughout. like a nod and then uh we meet uh ryan now works at a record store where he's arguing kind of like i think jack black has a similar argument in high fidelity about a Con- kenny loggins album and she he's like i'll want seven for this and he's like i'll give you five but it's autographed from him by him Okay, I'll give you four. Yeah, he also ha- he does the Jerry Maguire thing when he quits yep. also. Yeah. Who's, Who's coming, coming with me? Jan, thank you, man. Yeah. I remember I used to think Jim Brewer was so funny back on SNL and all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't... what I think he still does comedy every once in a while. He was hilarious, but he was definitely... He was a guy that, like, in supporting roles, like in this, hilarious. But if he, if he was the Dave Chappelle, it would be like... The foot would be yeah, on the gas. it's like... It's a he, little bit too much of Jim He also Brewer. legitimately seems high the entire movie. Whether he was or not, if he wasn't, fantastic acting. So this this is my... I, I have one gripe with this movie. Please. And this is... So when you hear the, the complaint from females in Hollywood mm-hmm. that women parts are not good and they're not written with thought and care and from a female perspective... This movie epitomizes that, right? Mm-hmm. Because this woman who he meets is so gullible and so stupid and so forgiving. Yep. Um, 
it's it's like incomprehensible. And, and the female leather clad army at the end, where one of them gets defeated by her boob sticking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah but and then punched in the face. Right. <laughs> yeah. But in particular, Mary Jane, like, yeah. she. So she's supposed to be this person who hates marijuana, can't stand yep. it, and her first introduction to this group of people is a just Jim Brewer being Jim Brewer and like anyone who sees him and they keep constantly saying, no, we got to go constantly up, saying man. we got to like, smoke. No. And I love Dave Chappelle's thing. He does uh, to the side of her. Where he's like, right. It's so over demonstrative. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So like that scene is for Dave Chappelle to yeah. do that. Yeah. But like, Oh yeah. She's... If, if she, if, if I met Jim Brewer, mm-hmm. I would, Honestly, yeah, I'd be like, you have been smoking since Since you were born. (laughs) You came out the womb with a bong. And if she is this dead set against people who smoke, like, of course she knows that he Mm -hmm. smokes. And wasn't this movie directed by a female? I don't know the answer to that. Can we find that out in the booth? I think it was Tamara something or other, I believe. I'm pretty sure I I looked it up. Anyway, so... um, But so Jim Brewer. So Jim Brewer. Yeah. So uh, he works at a record store. Yes. Um, I like the whole. I like how they uh, they give you an insight into weed culture, like the bodegas and that whole thing is really fun. Where where they buy it, where where you can buy it from, um, the weed delivery guy, you know, and, yeah. and on the bike and stuff like that. And and I liked breaking down the different kind of pot smokers that they do later. I thought that was funny and I thought that was unique. And even though these all feel like disjointed sketches. They tie together loosely enough that I'm okay with it. And a lot sure. of comedies are, are more like loosely tied sketch scenes, you know? Yeah. But this movie still, it, uh, we get to the point where, um, what was the sock laundry clip again? Oh, Can you so, set that one up? Yeah, so they, they have their weed and they're all setting up to smoke. Um, mm-hmm. And they have this ritual that they do and they all decide they want to take their shoes off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dave Chappelle, or the group, realized that Jim Brewer should not be taking his shoes off. So I had they a friend say, like that. Put your shoes back on. Can we play clip number and two? And Guillermo Diaz says to Jim Brewer. And it was directed by Tamara Davis. I was right. There Tamara Davis. Go. I said it. See, but I can't falter because in the 90s it was hard enough. I mean, even now it's hard for female directors to get work, uh, to get jobs and to get notoriety. I mean, Catherine Bigelow is one of the, it's taken her, she's done some of the best films out there and she still gets like, one every three years, well, particularly versus... in comedy, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. that's nearly impossible. Yeah. Um, it's which is su- bullshit. It, total bullshit. Females are just as good, if not probably better, than a lot of the male directors out there. There's so many male directors that make movie after movie after movie where I'm like, I don't mean to bag on somebody, but Joel Schumacher is a director that I'm like, some of his movies are decent, and then some are atrocious, mm-hmm. and he never has a style to me other than just kind of bland. Yeah, and I don't understand how he has an IMDb page like miles long. Yet Catherine Bigelow has a handful of amazing films. It's stupid. Well, Near Dark. Come on, that came out like twenty years ago. How did that not do a movie a year from that? I I don't have an answer for you. You don't. I'm not an answer it's absurd. man. Anyways, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm a question man. But anyway, so uh, I want to get into the uh, this, the sock laundry. I did have a friend growing up who everybody in my household had to. Uh, take their shoes off when they came inside except my one buddy who i won't call out because he's very sensitive about it but uh uh, you know who you are you know who you are (laughs) but there were a few times where he took his shoes off and his socks would like 
the stench would stain my carpet. So it would like, not stain it like, <laughs> but the stench would intense. stick around. Not like a like a body stain, but you if you walked by, it would still smell like it. So right. we'd have to like clean the carpet. It would scent stain your carpet. So we'd be like, man, come on, do your real, real, you sock laundry, real yo. bee, do your sock laundry. Yeah. And now I'm cursed with it because I feel like I have halitosis of the feet now. I feel like my feet always smell. Yeah. Maybe it's just. It's still it's burned in my nose from back in the yeah, day. Yeah, probably. You have a scent stain in your nose. A scent stain in my nose, yeah. Um, I, I feel like I spent 14 minutes uh, talking about uh, the inequality of female directors. <laughs> it's important. It was an important discussion. I got a soapbox. That's what you guys are here for. That's what you guys are here for. For the, for the hard Gender facts. politics in Hollywood. Who knew that would come out of half baked? We all knew. That, Anyways. Um, that's why we asked the kids, the younger kids, mm-hmm. not to tune into this one because they're not ready for this discussion. Can we go into, uh, not the, can we go into the bong names? Or yeah. did you have something new? Well, no. I was. I, it wasn't. Let's important. go to bong names. Let's do bong names. Because the bong names I loved. I remember thinking this was so hilarious. And, and if I smoked more weed, I would have several hilarious names. Can we play number four? No Billy Bong Thornton without Kenny. That would not be right, man. Use Wesley Pipes. <laughs> yeah. Use Wesley Pipes. Wesley Pipes. I wish that they had even more. Like, I was trying to rack my brain to think of some more. This this Clever. sort of feels like one where they like did a linearama sort of yep. where they just let Jim Brewer rattle off yeah. a couple and, and they you only wish just they kept had those deleted the scenes still from yeah. like movies that old they don't usually have it but I guarantee if this was like an Apato film now it would be like a ten oh, minute yeah. featurette that, of just him they would have kept the whole scene they would have just been <laughs> like should we use Wesley Pipes that no. is what that's we... what's great about this movie is there's there's brevity to it it's short yeah it doesn't the scenes as disjointed as some may feel they don't go on forever they're all Right. They get in, they, they have the joke, they get out. An eye for editing, which is great. Yep. Um, but I, I would like if any of the listeners or viewers out there have um, bong, suge- bong, bong, names? bong name suggestions, hit us with it. Um, I yep. would love to hear your suggestions. I try to think of some. Uh, Just on the spot. I can't. You can't. It's, I'm not that good at. I'll think of something before the show's done. Okay. Um, then they, I wanted to play the clip where Jim Brewer's epic uh, food order, because this is the thing I definitely can can uh, relate to the few times I've smoked weed is that uh, immediately I go into my friend's kitchen and it's like Doritos, anything junk food, Oreos, snacks. I just, it's like I mow through it like the Tasmanian devil. Piper Parablo. Piper Parablo. <laughs> it sounds more like a porn name, but yeah, I like but, it. But it could I also like be it. a bong name. I like that. Right? I like that. Or a pipe name. Yeah. She went to my college. That's cool. There you go. She's a, a very tidbit. sweet, sweet young lady. Uh, Wade, can we play clip B2, please? What do you guys want? Get some sour cream and onion chips. Definitely had that great. dip, man. Yep. Dip. Beef jerky, yep. some peanut butter, Every get time. some Hagen dazs ice cream yes. bars, a whole lot of hot. Make sure chocolate, gotta have chocolate, man. Yeah. Some popcorn, bread popcorn, yep. graham crackers. Graham crackers, <laughs> the marshmallows, the little marshmallows, and little chocolate bars, and we'll make some s'mores, man. Oh, yeah, s'mores. Also, celery, grape jelly, Captain uh, Crunch with blue crunch berries, pizzas. We need two big pizzas, man. Everything on them with water. A whole lot of water. I mean, you got to wash it down. So here's the story about one time. I won't play this clip again because it's too long. But um, there is one time where I was at a friend's bachelor party in Big Bear. And I I smoked weed because they were into that. And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm always game. I'm not judgy. I'll do it. And I coughed so hard. 
and I got so high so fast that I felt like I couldn't swallow anymore. Oof. So I went out into my car in the driveway and had a quiet nervous breakdown as I tried to eat crackers and chug water to swallow said cracker, and I was just in there like this, like... Like like a baby bird that's learning how to eat again. Like I was like, Ugh. but with no mama bird to feed no you. No mama bird. Just I was just like a solo Ugh. baby bird. And I remember just for about an hour, they were like, "Where the hell did you go?" I was like, "I had to remember how to eat food and <laughs> swallow it." It was so brutal. And the next day, I remember just waking up like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" It sounded like Harvey Harvey Feierstein. I gotta yeah. call my lawyer. I gotta forget call my, my lawyer. lawyer. Um, a little Independence Day reference I, there for you. I um, have only smoked a couple of times, and I hate it because. It, like it's just so hot on the oh, back yeah. of my throat. Yeah. It feels like it, it's fire because you're like, inhaling fire. It feels like if Fireball Island was played with real fireballs, that yeah. game back in the eighties. Yeah, if one of those landed in my mouth and burnt my mouth, right? It's not a fun feeling. It's I don't enjoy feeling. it. And it's I, that was not, the weirdest metaphor ever. I could have used. No, that was the correct one. That was, to yeah, use. thank you. I think thank you, you nailed it. Nailed it. King of metaphors. I'm just gonna end the show here because it was that good. All right, I'll take over. Uh, can we, uh, <laughs> this clip uh, always made me no, laugh so hard with. When Kenny goes to feed the horse, I fell out of my seat again. <laughs> Can we clear? So Kenny goes to feed the horse, and he's talking to the horse, but a young woman walking by does not think he's talking to the horse, and she thinks he's talking to her. Can we play B3, please? Hey, girl. You hungry? Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, so I was talking to the horse here. Can- I just want—I want to play that one more time, just because. Listen to how high on the "fuck you" her voice goes. Mm-hmm. The the fuck specifically, it goes so high the word almost disappears. It's at a <laughs> decibel that I've never heard before. It's higher than even the John Travolta like high pitched decibel that he does. Have you ever heard him do it? Kind of like we gotta do. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I realize that was like the scale. That was the scale. The top of the scale. I mean, this tops it for sure. (laughs) I don't know if he's the top, but he's in the upper echelon. He used to be until this woman. Can we play that clip again? Hey, girl. You hungry? Fuck you, nigga. (laughs) It almost sounds like... I can't even get there. Fuck! It almost... (laughs) I'm coughing to it. It almost sounds like... Like a car screeching. It's so loud. <laughs> I just imagine she came in for that one line for the audition, and they were like, done. Done. Immediately. Okay, I'm going to move on I from that. I love how seductive oh. Harlan Williams is in that scene. Hey, hey girl. girl you hungry? hungry? It's so funny. And then um, he kills Buttercup, and the cop comes out and has a real... That cop has a really funny scene where he screams, and he's freaking out. And can we play? This is when he's arresting him. And Har- Harlan Williams is trying to justify that he's a good person. B4, please. I'm a peaceful man. I'm a school teacher. Shut up. You're a cop killer. I love horses. I love horses. I love horses. I love butter stuff. Butter cop. Damn. He's just so angry and so oh. distraught, and it's so funny. God damn it, I love that scene. Um, but they, it's I love also, horses. Yeah, they like bond over their love of horses a little bit, even though he's like so <laughs> upset at him. I love horses. I love horses. And then when he goes to jail, it's every cliche ever from a, a jail movie where it's like everybody's chanting fish, 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 like fresh meat and yeah. that stuff. And um, 
and like the weird like shaking him in as he's looking directly into camera and then like they're like the court's adjourned and he's in an empty courtroom in that scene there's nobody in there it's just restylized well so then the the other thing about like this the whole plot of this movie they're trying to just raise bail for him but like he's still been charged with killing a cop like there's celebration after this movie or like at the end when they get him out he got off the hook because they made a deal is what they said because they, not with him. They did, did they say they it said, with him? Yeah, they said they made a deal and Kenny got free. It's all very convenient. No. It's all, I promise. No. It says, he says, we made a deal and Kenny got free. It's all super He's convenient. He's a cop killer. There's no consequence. It's just like the Entourage movie. Those guys can do whatever they want. There's no consequences yeah. for Vinny Chase. Also, like, the cop that gets so upset should be charged for neglect. Because Kenny is feeding his horse for, like, for how long must it have taken minutes. for him to give him all that food? Yeah. Like forever, right? That's like seven hundred dollars worth of food, or the like one hundred and fifty dollars worth. The cop needs the horse to patrol. You don't just park the horse yeah. and then go patrol. That guy. Like, what's the cop doing? Negligence. I would horse love to know. Negligence. I'm saying. So um, then we. I love the like the weed symbol, like the Batman thing, and then how it pays off in the end when they have the fake Batman theme song uh-huh. as they're fighting all the chicks. Yeah. Um, and can, can we? Uh, uh, can we play this this clip? My friends and I used to make fun of each other anytime one of us wanted to order ice cream. So what happens is after he meets Mary Jane, uh, we he's like nervous and he's going to ask her out on a date. And his two buddies in the back are pretending they're sleeping. Can we play B five, please? You think sometime we could get together, maybe go out for some ice cream or something? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker said ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember pissing myself when I first saw that. And my friends, anytime, if like, say we were going to McDonald's and we were in the drive-thru and somebody's like, I'm going to get an ice cream, we'd all be like, oh, this motherfucker said ice cream. cream." And it was like, it was like this inside joke for ourselves that probably the person on the other end of it was like, either, I know you're doing half-baked or what the fuck is wrong with these Uh, people? If they were running the drive-thru, they for sure knew what you were talking about. They for sure knew, yeah, yeah. They definitely still know. Um, But like... What the fuck is wrong with ice cream? I know. Like ice cream is delicious, and I He's love like, ice cream. You're a dork, and man. I'll go at any chance I get. It's not like he was like, uh, "Hey, you want to go to a Ren Fair or something?" Right. Which I have gone to I, several of them. I went every year growing up. They're very every fun. goddamn year, and I loved it. I love it. We're putting on the chainmail and fake sword fighting each other. It's awesome. Human chess. Human chess is great. So Turkey the ice legs. cream, the ice cream clip. We got so many more sound clips to go ah. through, so I don't want to play it again. But it's okay. What's the jail clip that you grabbed, Jesse? Do you know? Do you remember? Let's the, hear it. Clip let's five. Hear it. Clip five. Clip five, please. I'm somebody's bitch. <laughs> He's so happy about Squir- it. Squirrel master, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah the which is uh, Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I thought I remembered his character actually having like a. He a, has a squirrel. And yeah, but I mean, having something else to do with it. Other than just a few cameo moments where he just protects him, and then that hilarious shower fight where he's like, "No, <laughs> no, it's oh god." Well, and he's like, he gives him the food and has a little squirrel with the hairnet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, that's it. That's all he's squirrel in. master. But he, he's my bitch now. Yeah, Harlan Williams is so excited and he's nasty Nate. Bitch. When when he's 
when, when Kenny is writing on the calendar and there's a weird, for some reason, Speedo calendar of Nasty Nate, which begs the question, is the entire calendar Nasty Nate or is it like a sexy prisoner's calendar? I really wanted like to know. Or was 12 this, months of Speedo prisoners? Or was Nasty Nate, like, was he famous outside of jail? Was he like, like a WWE wrestler? Right. There's so many questions. Why did, and, but if he's terrorizing Harlan Williams, why does Harlan Williams have a calendar of him? Yeah. I would ask for a different calendar. Unless, like, the guard was like, ha ha, you gotta leave this up or we're gonna get Nasty Nate on you and then he's writing no no and he keeps writing no on the crotch he's like no I forget what he says but it's hilarious it's good I didn't get that sound clip check out the movie if you want to know we have tons of cameos that happen in this we got Snoop Dogg who shows up and he is uh, let me see oh damn it I have it no no I know that but I'm trying to figure out where I had listed um, oh the scavenger smoker so they describe each kind of the smokers the scavenger smoker is the guy who shows up and never has weed, but wants to bum yours. So can we play number six, Snoop, Quit Smoking? It's too bad, man. I just stopped smoking yesterday. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's literally he's, he's taking destroying the whole joint. it. He's got that whole joint. We got, on, we got uh, you know, we got John Stewart, who's the enhancement smoker. Yeah. He's the guy who's like, you ever look at the back of a $20 bill? You ever look at the back of a $20 bill on weed? And I remember we used to always say that, which was hilarious, because we were like freshmen in high school, and none of us had ever smoked weed. So we're like, hey, guys, you ever play Mario Kart 64? You ever play Mario Kart 64 on weed? And the answer is always, no, but I bet it would be awesome. No, this is, of all the types of smokers that he describes, this is... Far and away, my least favorite kind of smoker is the, the guy who thinks everything. The guy is, who thinks oh, yeah. everything is amazing oh, yeah. on weed. Guys, you don't know it's gonna just open your mind, man. Yeah, no, it won't. Yeah, it won't. No, it'll just be. You'll just be chill. Man. I mean, it might, but like, I don't need this from yeah, you right yeah. now. Yeah. Again, I'm super pro weed. I just. Uh, no, I was talking specifically. About oh yeah, you. for me. Okay. I don't need it from you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Willie Nelson. Um, the Willie Nelson. You should have been there, weed smoker. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. It's like back in the day, we didn't use condoms. We we got weed. Uh, we smoked weed with the cops, and it's like, man, the '70s sounds so cool. Yeah. It's like when I worked with uh, this older actor from a famous TV show back in the day, and he was like, "Yeah, we used to have orgies with the Love Boat extras on Friday nights, and just all kinds of stuff." And I'm like, "What?" Like, the craziest thing I ever did was, like, 12 years ago, I made out with an extra on a on a job out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, she smoked cigarettes, so it was like I made out with an ashtray, and I, it was like five minutes, and I was like, I'm good, see you later. That's going to be, in 20 years, that'll be the story that'll that be you're the telling story. the up-and-comers. Because the up-and-comers, it'll, like, be, it'll be, what? they'll be like, what, that happened? Oh, for real? You did that? No. Oh, people smoked back then? What? But what about those crazy mouth diseases? Yeah. Like, there'll be some, like, super disease where, like, we're all in, like, Demolition Man and everybody's having sex through VR now yeah. because there's, like, a hyper disease that's passed through just airborne and we're all going to be, like, the boy in the plastic bubble. This got real dark Fingers real quick. Fingers crossed we make it there. Fingers you know crossed. what I mean? <laughs> I've had very real fears that we're going to get bombed oh, by a nuke. Oh. Can we play, just because I love this clip, uh, B6? This is when he gets some booty. See, that was actually what were you going to say? I was just going to say, and there's like a montage of still shots of Dave Chappelle, presumably postcoital, but like in his boxers. Yeah, yeah, and and it looks like she's just doing very um, like stretches, like a right. like a trainer, like a gym trainer would right. do. But he's in socks and underwear the whole yeah. time. Maybe he's, like, he's, he's, a, he's a timid guy. Be when a little it comes more adventurous, Dave. I guess the lights are on, so. The uh, I will say that the first time I ever had sex, I'm pretty sure I ran around the dorm just going, "Oh fuck, dead air." He's, he's, 
Needless to say, the the girl was very um, not pleased with that. Yeah. It was not the I most mature that. thing to do. Well, so I was, you were talking about Ren Fairs. I went to um, a, a reenactment of yep. like a pirate ship, pirate ship reenactment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, like this, uh, re- like we were all on the boat and there was one pirate yeah. running towards the boat holding a chest, treasure chest. And he was just screaming out. I got some booty. I got some booty. I got some booty. Fuck you. Because well, I thought of that okay. earlier today and, and I even was like, Earmark that so you have a good improv this Here's time a, around. Son of a bitch. Well, while while you're stewing over there, I know that you were telling me that your uh, your daughter had cold feet mm-hmm. um, the other day. Yeah, you yeah. put the literally little, cold feet from not having socks from on. From not having yeah. socks on, so you threw those socks on. Um, and your daughter, her first words actually were Got some booties. Yeah, booties. Yeah, there you go. Booties. She doesn't know how to pluralize things yet. Not yet. But I mean, she, she's five months old. So she saying knew, words already, really impressive. Round of applause Can, for Daisy. We got, oh my God, we have eight minutes. We've talked so much about gender politics and whether or not weed should be legalized. Uh, I feel, <laughs> so much, so much came out. Who knew this movie was so deep? Can we play clip number seven? This was one of my favorites, and this is how I wish I had quit a job someday. Maybe I still will. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. The best part is the woman he says you're cool to is a super charactery old lady who's just like... Yeah, she like... She knew. Like, they were vibing the whole time. She was so like, yeah, good. I got you. It's so good. I've always wanted to do that. I used to work at a, a specialty grocery store back in the day, and I really wanted to be like, fuck you. I wanted to do that. But instead, I just threw my apron down and left and didn't say anything. Oh, this is the this is the best workplace insult thing. Uh, the only thing that ties this for me is Christmas vacation when Chevy Chase goes, "Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas." Kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your own ass. Happy Hanukkah. Like that one is just <laughs> such a funny build to me as yeah. he's just dryly saying that to everybody. So these two are like neck and neck for me as best like workplace insults yeah i feel like i feel like this one at least for like my sphere of consciousness Mm -hmm. has like overtaken all other forms of like oh yeah leaving a job like it's it is even superseded just that situation where people say it all the time yeah just like fuck you fuck you fuck you you're cool you're cool it's like duck duck goose but like a really terrible way of playing it yeah yeah i guess that's kind of what i do when i unfriend people on facebook i'm like fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you i'm out yeah, that's, you know, I do that. Sure. Sometimes, why not? Why not? I mean, it makes it more it's fun. It's necessary. It's super tedious to unfriend people. Some people do that on Twitter. Don't do that on Twitter. Don't do that on Twitter. Come Keep on. I just want to have 2,000. All I 2K. want is 2,000. Is that so? That's not that much to ask for, people. Ben Anyways. Ben 2K. That's what. Ben 2K. Can we play the, uh, so this is. Uh, Millennium. This is um, when he goes to, when they go to meet uh, Sir Smoke-A-Lot. He unloads on all of his issues. And one of them is a very serious <laughs> medical issue. Can we play super clip serious. number eight? Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> you know, I don't mean to laugh at people who have the uh, such a terrible affliction, because my uncle has has very he has issues, yeah. and and I think someday um, he's going to need a bacchiotomy. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to poo poo that. Can we play it again just because it's so funny? Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. I just, that should just be my text. My Doc, text. Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. Every time you text me, it should just be like. Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. Oh, it's so it's good. such great rhythm, too. And then there's we we go into the we didn't talk about the MacGyver donor. Stephen Baldwin has a great yes. the best Baldwin. Am I right? I mean, the best Baldwin. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people knew that was a joke. Uh, he is a good Baldwin though. He was in the Usual Suspects. 
Can we play clip number nine, the MacGyver smoker? All right, then get me a toilet paper roll, a corkscrew, and some tinfoil. We don't have a corkscrew. All right, then get me an avocado, an ice pick, and my snorkel. <laughs> That's the best! An avocado, an ice pick, and my snorkel. <laughs> I, I love that that was like, okay, well, if we don't have a corkscrew, then get me this stuff. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, we for like, sure wait, have those wait. things. Scrap the entire first one. Yeah. If we don't have a corkscrew, that I, I can't work I can't with those other two. I can't the nope. rest of it work. Nope. Nope. It's so good. Oh, we got to keep moving. Shit, I dwelled too much on other stuff. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say, though, I really yeah. like the rapper, how he the, his only songs are about his weed I want to talk to Samson. That's, he only yeah. raps about his weed dealers, which is great. We already played Bob Saget. So basically, uh, let's skip ahead to the... Because uh, <laughs> it's all sound clips that matter in this. So when they, I love when they rob the place and Scarface has the full-on Dead Presidents makeup. Because I love Dead Presidents when it came out. That movie's awesome. Yeah. Not a guilty movie pleasure at all. Hughes Brothers... Fantastic You won't film. be seeing it on this podcast. You will not. You'll be seeing it in my library, though. Um, and, and I just want to get to the end here, because we only have like four minutes. The end fight scene is super ridiculous. They go in there with a wire on, which, why wouldn't they be searched immediately? And right. it's super convenient, like, that, A, we busted you for selling a shitload of weed, and you won't roll over on the guy that was selling, was the distributor, because that is you. Right. But we'll give you another guy, and they're like, okay. Deal. Pretty sure that's not how police work. Deal. Works, but it's fine. It's well, a also, like, props to Samson for having an army of ninjas. Yeah. Like, how did he uh, find sexy all Sexy ninjas, people? yeah. <laughs> sexy leather-clad ninjas. It was yeah. like an Andy Sidaris film, if anybody saw those movies. They were, they were booby flicks back in the day hmm. when I... You know what? This is the thing. In this movie, they show a boob, and in the 90s, growing up as a kid in the 80s and 90s, it was like Pokemon. You had to catch them all because it wasn't... You couldn't find them. Well, and you, they acknowledge that yeah. when it happens. Yes. Can we play that clip, actually? Clip, clip number 12? Clip 12. Now, that's a titty. That was pretty much me every time I saw a boob. I was like... Now, that's a titty. Because it's not like now where you could Google... I could Google titty right now and see limitless amounts. Yeah. To the point where I'm desensitized. Well, so... Like, Back in the day, everyone was like... Uh, like a leprechaun's pot of gold like, for you. To your point, as a prepubescent child. To your point, I would see a movie with cleavage, and I'd be like, "Now that's a titty." And my friends would be like, "No, that's that's actually not a titty." When and I, I was like, "Well, yeah. I don't know. I've never like, yeah, they don't show them. No, I don't know." When I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit came out, I was like, "Now that's a titty." And they were like, "Well, it's animated, dude." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's making <sighs> me have weird feelings at seven or whenever that movie came out." That's the thing, though. There's an innocence. I talk about this a lot on the show. There was an mm-hmm. innocence to to like tracking down a VHS copy of. An R-rated movie with one nude scene in it versus now when it's like, I want to look up mm, horse fucking. Yep. I don't know why that's, that. Because that's the guy who would look up horse fucking. That is for the guy. Sure. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, you encapsulated him. <laughs> Two AT. You know, I've been working on my guy who looks up horse fucking porn impression. You nailed it. And I, you know, it's been workshop for years. Shit, we have two minutes. Here we go. Okay, so then <laughs> they have this amazing fight scene <laughs> where uh, the sure boob comes out and she's freaked out and Samson's like, ah! And then he punches her, you know, because that's what you do. That's what you do when, uh, you, when a titty you, comes out. <laughs> you know, if you do that at a strip club, I'm pretty sure you get uh, you get ejected from it if you punch a woman when. Her, Is that true? I think so. Damn. Don't try it at home. Uh, then <laughs> don't try it in public either. He, uh, Dave Chappelle public. throws a piranha at the one girl, and it like hits her neck, and she's like, ah! And they have a random piranhas that right just hanging out that can be thrown like perfect that- Chinese throwing stars. <laughs> I mean. 
Uh, we who had, knew he had that skill? Oh, wait, we do have this clip we didn't play yet. Uh, when before, when they're trying to get the cops who are super high to come in and save the day, their code word is abracadabra. Can we play clip number 11? Abracadabra? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> abracadabra. <laughs> and they keep saying it over and over. The cops are super high in the in the car, and they can't. They don't come save them. I love abracadabra. It makes me laugh. Abra. This is one of my favorite lines in the entire movie, though. I remember I used to. This made me crack up so much. Which is when Samson grabs uh, Scarface and has a gun to him, and their exchange here is hilarious. Can we play clip number B seven? This is the way it's gonna work. I'm gonna take your little Mexican friend with me, and I'm gonna kill him. I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> I just remember thinking that was so fun. Yes, Cuban B. Like he's extracted power from that uh, scene. So <laughs> funny, man. And then the, we got to talk about, we have like 30 seconds. So the weirdest thing that happens, this movie's already weird. Dogs fly out windows. People fly at clubs. It's completely absurd. But the weirdest thing ever that happens is that they set up earlier that, that Brian, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Jim Brewer, buys Jerry, um, Jerry, Lu- Jerry Lewis, oh my, Jerry, Jerry Garcia's Garcia. ashes in a vial around his neck. And he throws it, and the spirit of Jerry Garcia comes out and hits Samsung. Samson, not Samsung. Samsung. Uh, no, those phones phone just company. explode on their own. Yeah. Uh, they hit Samson with a know. guitar, and he that's it. And then he disappears, and it's like, what? We just went in the realm of complete fantasy now. Sure. Where Ghost Jerry Garcia now can save the... That's like a deus ex machina moment, like you always say on the show, where that's like, that's the rough draft version. Right, yeah. The placeholder. Yeah, we'll keep that there until <laughs> we'll keep... we figure out what to do. Yeah. And then they never changed it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's I like... Mean, I feel like they put it in there as a joke to the studio, like, yeah, right, they're never gonna, they're never gonna do this, right? Right. And then they were like, well, you know. You so, know what my favorite part is? Uh, the studio's gonna give us a note about Jerry Garcia. No, we love Jerry Garcia. I would like you to change the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, keep oh, Jerry Garcia. Fuck. No, but it's, it's very much like, and we can start to wrap up a little yeah, bit yeah. here, um, but it's very much a movie about by and for stoners. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, that's where you get a lot of the disjointedness from it. Um, it but it's, like, a it's fun, so funny. A fun jaunt. movie's hilarious. A fun jaunt. I loved, yeah. uh, just real quick, my, yeah. my favorite part is that the, the place where they're getting the bricks of weed from in the hospital, it only, it's like a room full of only, only weed. weed. Only weed. That's their and weed room. no cameras or guards. Well, the, ca- the guards think it's funny and just want to let yeah, them watch. Yeah, but, like, yeah. no other prescription no, drugs. No, like, it's yeah. it's not a pharmacy. No. It's just the weed place. Perfectly packed yeah, weed place. That's all there is there. But there is a love story, and the love story ends, as most love stories do, where he chooses the woman over weed. Can we play the final <laughs> clip of the evening? B8. I know what you're thinking. An old third good sold out, right? I'm your girl now. But let me tell you something. I love weed, okay? I love it. But not as much as I love pussy. <laughs> the end. The end. And that is the perfect way to end the show. Not as much, not as, as, I much love as I love pussy. pussy. I, although the my end. advice for Thurgood is find a girl who loves you for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to give that what you love. isn't going to last. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the perfect place for this show to end. We uh, we were a little. Uh, it was as if we were high today. The way we covered this movie, I promise we weren't, but it sure felt like it. That's what lack of sleep and two lattes right before a show does to you. Uh, where can they find you, Jesse? At too much Jesse on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. You can follow me for sketch at the Prom Losers. At the Ben Begley Twitter and Instagram. At Funhouse Mass. 
is the Funhouse Massacre, the movie my wife and I co-wrote. It's on Showtime as well. You can see it for free and Redbox and all that good stuff. And at Guilty Movie Guys is where you can follow us here. Tell us what other movies you want to see. Let's get some suggestions going. Also, please, I want to start a nerd debate about The Fate of the Furious and where it sits in the echelon of Fast and Furious films. And I'm really excited to talk about that. And, and bong names. Bong names, hit yes. Hit us up with bong names. Hit, up a, hit us up with bong names. Until next time, what is your Guilty Movie pleasure, man? Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.